Hello, everyone, and welcome to this 2022's final episode of Arthritis at Home. To mark this occasion and to review the past year and to look ahead to 2023, I'm joined by ACE's founder and president, Cheryl Cohen. Cheryl, welcome to the final episode of 2022. Thank you, Kelly, so much. It's really great to be with you this morning. You know, during these episodes, we often talk about our viewers, our audience, and as people may know, we have over 60,000 members and subscribers who view Arthritis at Home or receive Joint Health Insights or Joint Health Expresses, and we have more than 20,000 followers and fans. But Cheryl, the audience we serve is much larger than that. Who, who else is included in that group? Oh, well, you know, it's amazing when you think about the number, Kelly, but it's our community, the entire umbrella of the over 100 different types of arthritis, numbers about 6 million plus in Canada. And I think there's, you know, this sadly, the myth uh, prevails that it's an older person's disease and those 6 million people are not just old people. There are people who are babies, as you know, Kelly. There are people uh, who are, uh, you know, just really letting life rip in high school. You know, they're teenagers just coming into their own. They're people who are entering the prime of their life. Men, women, Indigenous peoples, um, people of color, folks from the LGBTQ community. Uh, we are literally this rainbow of people who are also living with arthritis in, in Canada. And so I guess as we near the holidays or as we are in the festive season now, Kelly, I, when I think about those 6 million people, I just am so grateful that I myself, as a person living with arthritis, is part of this really vibrant um, you know, span of ages, span of color, uh, orientation, uh, genders. So I'm just lucky to be a part of it. And I'm really grateful that arthritis consumer experts can share in um, not just some of the community victories that we have, but also stand by people's side as they struggle to live with their disease. It's uh, There are no cures. So when you get diagnosed, it's a diagnosis for life, which is super consequential. And most people don't realize. Now, central to the work that we do, whether it's in education or advocacy, is our constant uh, effort to understand what we call the lived experience of people living with osteoarthritis and living with inflammatory arthritis. How um, as an example, Cheryl, in 2022, how did we capture that and deliver to these people in the past year? Well, as you say, Kelly, we really are by, for, and with people with arthritis. That's what that, that sort of phrase is in our bellies every day when we come to our desk to do our work. And I think that's super important. It's what maybe differentiates um, arthritis consumer experts or ACE 
from perhaps other organizations uh, in our community. Um, and one of the key roles that we play bringing the lived experience to the table is to actually influence, shape, help implement uh, short, medium, and long-term health policy. So we uh, bring that authentic voice, that authentic experience, that moral authority, as I like to call it, um, to the table. And we gather all of that, Kelly, as you know, periodically throughout the year um, in our national survey program. So it's not just enough that the team at ACE who lives with some form of arthritis or is supporting someone in their family going through the arthritis experience. It's not enough that we have a view of what should be done. It has to be what the grassroots says. And the grassroots speaks to us very clearly, very loudly, and very diversely, I, I might point out, through our national um, survey program and through the actual responses of people who are living, uh, succeeding, struggling, or points in between with some form of arthritis, um, they set the guideposts for us. They're the ones that say, here are our priorities down here on the ground. And we take a lot of pride in that because if we don't come from that place, Kelly, we're not gonna get it right. We won't get it right in terms of what we're delivering for information education, but we won't get it right at policymaking tables or at research decision-making tables unless we have that, as I like to call it, down here on the ground um, view. Over the course of the last 12 months, we've met with policymakers. We did a lot of work on our website, upgrading the uh, website and continuing to operate the largest arthritis patient social media platform in Canada. Cheryl, can you highlight some of the key initiatives that ACE is planning for next year in 2023? You bet. Um, there are a couple of things that are obviously going to carry over from 2022, um, Kelly, into the new year, and that's our work on truth and reconciliation. Um, we are deep in the process of um, building, uh, along with other community members in arthritis, a website that specifically addresses Call to Action uh, 22 from the Truth and Reconciliation Report. Um, and that is to provide um, information through the Indigenous people's lens, through their needs in partnership with Indigenous leaders um, so that arthritis health professionals can respect and welcome traditional healing practices and beliefs. Those are central. Um, to the Indigenous experience with arthritis in the bigger context of their health. So we're going to complete that project in 2023, early in the year. We're also going to expand uh, and continue on, I might add, um, our learning process uh, in truth and reconciliation. Um, so we're, we're going to continue that work at pace. Uh, it's, it's central to what we do here at ACE. Also, we're gonna offer new programming for people uh, living with lupus who've been uh, recently diagnosed or have established lupus. There's so much great research going on right now in lupus. As you know, Kelly, we were just at the American College of Rheumatology meeting last month. So really important advances being made there, as well as expand our offering of education and information 
um, programming on osteoarthritis. So the most common type of arthritis. And, you know, sometimes um, there's this notion that, oh, it's just osteoarthritis. But when you have osteoarthritis in even just one joint, such as the knee or the hip, which are the most common areas to develop it, it can steal your life. It can take away every aspect of your quality of life. Every waking moment um, is one filled with pain. So it's a really important disease for us to be talking about, given how prevalent it is out in society. Um, also, we're gonna be expanding the offerings of education information programming on spondyloarthritis as well as um, psoriatic arthritis. These are, I like to call them kissing cousins of rheumatoid arthritis. Um, there's been a, a, a you know, long-standing focus primarily on rheumatoid arthritis in research and clinical practice and even in the education offerings that we provide, Kelly. But these other diseases are of great consequence. Um, they're similar but very different uh, in, in some ways. Uh, so we're going to really um, uh, step up to help provide more information uh, to, to those of our members who are struggling. And of course, we're going to continue to transform our digital platform, um, broaden our offerings there, making them more user-friendly, um, making them cutting edge, uh, continuing that role of being kind of the space disturber as, as uh, we often are referred to. You know, we're the ones that are on the ground and it helps us be nimble and super responsive to needs of people with arthritis in Canada. So, you know, this is um, everything that we do on our digital platform has to do that. It has to be like super on time. I'm gonna offer a teaser alert because one uh -huh. of our most popular online features on our website is joint health education. And if our viewers haven't gone to that page, we certainly encourage them to do so. We have a number of courses that are being offered as part of joint health education. And in 2023, we're gonna have two new programs and they're going to look at mental health and exercise and arthritis, two different uh, courses. And that is actually a reflection of how we translate the findings from our national surveys into action and programming um, as part of the work that we do each year. So we're really excited about those two new programs that we're gonna be developing 2023. Speaking about the surveys, um, are we continuing them in 2023? You bet. And you've mentioned uh, one of the survey topics, which then of course will go to inform uh, one of those joint health education programs that you're talking about, and that's health literacy. So as you know, um, our program coordinator, Ellen Wang, is currently doing her PhD on health literacy um, in the setting of, of musculoskeletal disease and arthritis. She's also a dual track, uh, I like to call her big brain. Um, she's also uh, going to be doing her training as a physiotherapist. So um, we look forward to fielding that um, survey, which is then going to inform the building out of that program. We're also going to be doing uh, a national survey on osteoarthritis, again, to inform our programming, Kelly. Um, we can't just inform what we provide in the way of education information from the research literature. It has to be based on the needs of the people living with these different types of arthritis. And those needs are clearly identified 
um, through our national survey program. And then finally, we're gonna talk about um, representation in arthritis care. So that is uh, who makes up the pool of providers delivering arthritis care? Who are these people? Where, what backgrounds do they have? Uh, where do we need to really help focus on diversity of care provision, which is something our members and subscribers and survey respondents has told us is very important to them. So those are three uh, of the national surveys that we'll be conducting in 2023. You know, um, ACE, we like to be ambitious and maybe squeeze in another one. So you never know, we may uh, surprise folks with a fourth, but we'll see how we do with these three. Cheryl, that's kind of a wrap, I think. Um, some of the work and highlights of the work that we've done this past year, things that we're looking forward to sharing with our audience uh, across Canada in 2023. And I'll leave the final word to you, but certainly on my behalf, I'd just like to say thanks everyone for watching this past year and have a very safe and happy holiday. Cheryl, over to you for final words. Thank you so much, Kelly. Um, you know, I think it's so important for our viewers, our members, subscribers, partners, um, collaborators to know that ACE is on the job um, every day, all day. We don't take a break. We have a full-time team uh, working on people's behalf. Everything that we do is free, so we're not-for-profit. Um, we really are about, and it's in our, it's in our um, education information programming, that tagline, changing arthritis. So everything we do is about changing that experience, Kelly, and we can't wait to do more of that in 2023. Uh, the work we do isn't easy, but when we do it as part of a global village, uh, as part of a countrywide village of healthcare providers, fellow patients like ourselves, um, government, uh, researchers, we know we're going to get to the end game faster. You know, we're going to get to the goal line faster than if we were doing it on our own. So super, super appreciative for all of those who, who join us in uh, changing arthritis. So um, thank you so much for having me on. Wishing everyone a great holiday season. Be safe, be well, and we look forward to seeing you in the new year. See you in 2023.